to Everyday Living in the Valley, where I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. And I'm your host, Jess Alex. Relationship, current events, dream interpretation, we cover them and there is so much more. If you want more information on what's happening in the Valley, visit truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. If you like the content that we are producing, well, feel free to like our Facebook page, Everyday Living in the Valley. And we would like to remind you of your chance to enter our Valley Giveaway. Details on that coming up. But right now, let's talk about how long it takes for you to forgive yourself. Ooh, now that's a tough one for me. It is. And it varies, right? It does. It varies. It depends on the situation and what do you feel like you've done good or bad. So I'm going to say... um, When it comes to something like dealing with your career-wise, sometimes it makes you second-guess, like, did I go down this path the right way? Right. And am I able to forgive myself for making this particular choice when I should know I should have done this and not done this? But I always feel like there's a way for you to correct things that you do wrong. Right. I think life has a way of having everything coming back in a circle, right? I agree. I agree. I know there are some people who are inspirational, you know, Mm -hmm. and some people do, you know, they believe in a higher power. They believe in God. And, you know, some people be like, you know, they just they pray about it. Well, here's my thing. If you have a mission, that mission is going to be for you regardless. Ooh, I like that. Yes, it is. You're going to be constantly reminded of the mission that you're supposed to be on throughout your walk in life. I feel like um, God sent people that are there to remind you of things that you're supposed to do, right? Like, for instance, I'm always telling you, like, Mr. Distinguished, you need to, like, there's so many avenues that you could do or you could take because people come to you for advice and how to help do things. And it's just, I'm like, look, you need to have your own church. That's just me. Not the little giggle on the side but I do I feel like that I, I I've even told your mom like you all have this higher calling in what I see but um just getting back to how to forgive yourself I like the way that she made it about me and then she's like okay we gotta get back on topic without <laughs> before giving me the opportunity oh, to say no. anything about her no you see how she did that no we, what we're talking about no ma'am is uh-uh. how do we forgive ourselves well here I have another example you okay. know like we always constantly saying that we're dreamers right we are and so there's been many dreams that you know music and certain songs come through oh yeah and i didn't have the opportunity to record it you know record the dream record the lyrics record any other music or whatever right and so some of the stuff was just very beautiful whatever and there was just some missed opportunities right and i'm like well how do i forgive myself or whatever but you know what what keeps happening though what's that i keep dreaming i like that you know, I think you have to give yourself enough grace. Give yourself enough grace because the opportunity might be missed at that point in time, but there will be, there will be another opportunity and that comes also, along. Also, just because it's missed at that particular point does not mean that's it. Like yeah. case closed, done. That's, I think I think we're it. just so dramatic sometimes, especially when it comes. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to ourselves, Listen, things concerning us. We can be hard on ourselves more than anybody else can. Absolutely. Our worst critic. I'm talking about like, oh my God, like I'm a mess up, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't saying mess up. But you know, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Like, oh my, I just really just tow this up. This yeah. is not good. And mm-hmm. I guess well, we have to be careful about it. It's easier said than done and not putting ourselves in this self-destructive um, verbal state Ooh. of what we say to ourselves Agree. Uh, when that mess up happens, yes. right? Yes. You know, oh, I'm stupid. Oh, I should have did this. You know what? They keep manifesting that, you know? Because when you start talking like that, you actually put that in your head and not only that you kind of project onto others as well so you do have to be careful i i would most definitely agree with that 
Yeah, I mean, I've done that many times. Like, ooh, yes, you have. Ooh, I'm stupid. Yes, you have. I, I'm just slow. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? I I'm just with you saying that. I do say that sometimes, like slow moment. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't say that. Yeah. I really shouldn't. So we gotta correct how we say things, y'all. Yeah, because we could be verbally abusive to ourselves. Ooh, nah, I like that. You I know. mean, I I don't like that we do that, but. I'm saying just pointing out we are our own worst enemy sometimes. That's right. Yes. So, yes. So what we will say in this segment is be kind to yourself. Give, Give yourself, yourself that grace that yes. you deserve. Yes. You know, this yes. is not the first time that you messed up. No, it's And not. it won't be the last time. <laughs> Absolutely And not. that's just what life is about. Ooh. Right? Just learning about our missed opportunities but setting ourselves up that we don't miss it the next time. But also just realizing that, like you said, it's, it's not a missed opportunity. It's mm. just at that point in time, you may not have been ready. Right. Let's just say it was delayed opportunity. Oh, I like that. Delayed, but not denied. <laughs> this is well, guys, your Valley Giveaway once again is brought to you by Bodega 1205. We present to you our second Valley Giveaway. So just Alex, fill the people in. All right, guys, we are raffling off a $100 Visa gift card. You heard me right, $100 Visa gift card. We definitely want you to submit. We want to thank the ones who have done their submissions. Remember, starting from episode five you submit our word. So this is what the rules are for the raffle. We need you to like and follow the Everyday Living in the Valley Facebook page. You must invite 10 people to our page. You must enter one of the secret words broadcasted throughout the episode. Go to truevibes.net and then click on Valley Giveaway. Well, we all have some epic stories when involving people we work with. That is correct. So what do we have this week? You know what? I just thought about it. I had a co-worker, y'all, and this <laughs> this is so crazy. So he was, he actually got promoted. I had moved to this new department and Jim, Jim was a supervisor for one day. One day. How does that even happen? You know what? It was so crazy. So we were all sitting down and Jim comes up and of course Jim is a white guy, you know, and we are all, you know, we have some white people over there too, but it was mostly black where we was at. I got you. And we was all talking in a group and he walks up and be like, and he was like, yeah, you know, um, that just looked like something that, you know, black people only do. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so first of all, let's break this down. So this was like in a corporate America, right? Corporate. This is a corporate job, y'all. We dealt with credit card, fraud, all of that. And he walked up and said that looked like something that black people would only oh, do. Oh, that's a big no-no right there. And everybody's face was just, I mean, even the white people that was around kind of you know, gas like, like Jim, we can't believe you're saying this, oh sir. Oh my God. Next thing I know, we had to write a statement, y'all. It just all happened in one day. We wrote a statement. By the time Jim came back to work the next day, he was demoted. Okay. He went back to just being a regular team. Oh, member. HR didn't play with this one. No, they did. They had to actually clean up. They had to clean yes, up. Yes, before it got. Before it got to yes. a point where it went out to the media. It went out mm-hmm. to, and mind you, this is a huge corporate job that's here in Columbus. I cannot name the the place, but just saying that, yeah, that happened. So I definitely, definitely want to say, Jim, shame on you, sir. Shame on you. No, no, sir. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely a no-go. So, you know, I definitely want to hear some other people, you know, co-worker chronicles, you know, and just go ahead and submit that information in to us. And how do you do that? So if you would like to share your own co-worker chronicle experience, we want you to visit truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. Click on contact us at Everyday Living in the Valley, fill out the form, and then select Coworker Chronicles. 
But coming up after the break, guys, we do have a new relationship segment that you don't want to miss. Let us wrap up the story of Casanova and Hannah for real this time. For real, guys. Family, culture, community, do you have a taste for some Latin American cuisine or want to try something new? We'll add Bodega 1205 to your bucket list where you can expect some freshly squeezed juices, some epic empanadas, and the most perfect pernil that's just like your Puerto Rican grandma's. Remember guys, Bodega is not just food, it's an experience. And I personally go there at least two times a week for the experience. 1912 Street, Columbus, Georgia, 31901. Family, culture, community. Bodega. Visit their website at bodega1205.com or give them a call at 706-221-3514. Your Valley Giveaway secret word is... Boundaries. That's... Boundaries. Again, that's... Boundaries. back to everyday living in the valley where i'm your host just alex and i'm your host mr distinguished relationships current events stream interpretations well we covered them here in the valley and there is so much more if you want more information on what's happening in the valley well visit our website truevibes.net now we do have opportunities for advertisement available for you you can visit our website for that as well too truevibes.net that's t-r-u the word vibes.net Mr. Distinguished, remember that time when you got your first apartment and you had some crazy people staying with you? Listen, guys, you know what? One thing I learned about this whole experience is always important to protect your peace, Ooh. right? Ooh. You know, you you need to have peace in your own domain, Absolutely. in your home. Absolutely. If you can't have that there, then there's going to be an issue probably yeah. in other aspects of your life, right? Agreed. Agreed. So, I did have an experience where I let some people stay with me. Mm. One of my good buddies. Everything was good until the baby mama moved in. How did the baby mama end up over there? Well... I don't remember the exact details of how it happened. Well, oh, I I do actually now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, the baby mama was a lot to deal with, and she would bounce around from place to place to place. And so, when she burnt the bridges from all the other places, the other other places or whatever, then she moved over here. Wow. So that's what happened there. So, like I said, things were good. We were kind of living like bachelors. We were young in our 20s. And then things went downhill as soon as she moved in, y'all. Tell us about it. Well, there was constant arguments. She was bipolar, maybe a little schizophrenic. She was always under the impression that we were all against her and we didn't want her to do certain things. Sounds like some paranoia. Yeah, some paranoia, but that wasn't the case or whatever. It's just, she was very delusional. I'll just say that. And so, let me just tell you about this one time where I had cooked some food and, you know, one of the sides that I had was some dirty rice. Okay, tell us about it. Oh yeah, this dirty, it was it was ricing now. It was dirty ricing. Not us hyping our own food up. Okay. Listen, listen. I mean, you can cook now. Like, I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't take that from you. <laughs> now, Mr. Distinguished can throw down in the kitchen. Oh y'all. yeah, it was it was good now. And so I went to work, and mind y'all, I I had paid for this whole dinner as well too. So okay. I paid for the groceries, and I cooked the groceries, and put the groceries up, and so. When I came home from work the next day, there was just, you know, just a little bit of dirty rice left. I'm like, you know what? I might as well just take this take this on through here, you know? Yeah. I mean, you cooked it and bought it. And cooked it and bought it or okay. whatever. And so I did that. And then when she got to the house, she spazzed out. <laughs> she was like, who ate the dirty rice? 
And I was like, um, I finished it all. You did that because you didn't want me to have it. You never want me to have anything. Oh, no. I was like, oh, okay, let's calm down. It's not that serious. It just all sounds like a no. It was, she was very dramatic, you know, everything was just always to 10. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. So I did take an overnight trip to a city outside of where we at. Okay. And, you know, it was just them at the apartment. But when I got back the next evening, all hell was already in the process. What? Yes. What happened? So when I got in, they were just in a whole full argument. It was very scary. They were throwing things around. Ooh, child. Yes, it was. And and they weren't even on your lease, right? It was a, yes, it was a whole thing or whatever. Mm -mm. And so I got the backstory behind it. I guess they went somewhere, let's say Lumpkin, Georgia. Okay. And something happened, and old girl left old buddy there. Yeah, left him there. And so he was responsible, had to figure out how he was going to get back to the apartment. What? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no way. Child. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Of course, when he got to that apartment, he cut the food. He was... He was eating. I would. He was living. And so, yeah. And so he was like, give me back your cell phone or whatever, you know, because I guess he was paying for herself. Oh, okay. So he just like, uh -uh, give me all my stuff. You're going to have to go. You're going to have to, yes. And so she locked him outside. He went out to the car to get something. And he locked, she, she ran to the door and locked it. Mm-mm. And then she was crying and begging me, please don't open the door. Please don't open the it door. It just sounded like a no. Yeah. To me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just was, making sure. I was like, oh. And then Buddy got through that door. I'm sure he did. He, he got through that door. I would have. <laughs> Listen. I would have turned into Hulk Hogan. And that's exactly what he turned into. He, he got through that door. Mm-mm. And then he started cussing her out. And, you know, she was, like, acting all scared. Even but this, though, this is still your apartment, This though. is still my apartment. Mm-hmm. And she was acting as a victim. But I know that she... She plays victim. She plays victim, mm-hmm. but she also does a, lot, does a lot of provoking. Oh. So, she actually loves the drama. She loves the drama. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the type to... She wanted to go in the streets and roam the streets and leave her baby and her, and her baby daddy at the house. Mm-mm. And you know he didn't like that. You can't do that, ma'am. You can't do that. You, you take the kid with you. Take you, take the <laughs> child now. As my mama say, get get your children, get your children, get your children. So, and so finally, we did end up kicking her out. Yeah, because she was caught doing some illegal stuff in Ooh. the in the <laughs> with somebody else in the parking lot, and they were like, she can't come back. And she came back the next day, and there was some more stuff that happened. Yeah. So we just doing stuff all the way around. Mm. Yeah. She was like, I can come back at any time. My child here, I can come back at any time. Like, no ma'am. No ma'am. If you caught here, then I'm kicked out. So. And uh, that's when the police come. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I called security. Yeah. And so we had one of them bootleg securities, you know, that yeah. was securing at other apartment complexes. Absolutely. He was like, well, I could be there in four hours. though, sir. <laughs> I'll be dead. Okay. I'll be dead in four hours. Or she'll be dead. Somebody would be dead in four hours. Go. We need you to do. She's like, well, you you might need to call the police. Dead. So, yeah. So that was the story about my first apartment experience. And that was a story. That was definitely a story. (laughs) So, guys, we definitely want to transition into our foodie segment that we have. Ooh, come through food. Come through foodie. So what we want to talk about this week is our different experiences with fast food workers and how they can have attitudes and get our orders wrong. Trash. And or or what about how when you order through the drive through window and they would like pull around? Listen. (laughs) You know I have to speak on this fast food worker attitude. All I did, listen, all I'm doing is coming here. I don't have an attitude. Now, don't get me wrong. I Listen, y'all, my first job, well, not my first job, but 
I've worked in fast food before. I've done it for a number of years. So I get it. You got some customers who are just a pain, just a pain, you know, and they have attitudes and they mad at the world. So they're taking out on you. Now, you got some workers. I mean, you got some people who actually are genuinely. No, I just want to place my order, Mm -hmm. get my food and go. Get on. You know, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm not trying to keep you up. I'm not. And I'm I'm sorry that this is your job. I'm sorry you mad at your manager. And like all that other stuff. Yeah. Irrelevant to me. <sighs> irrelevant. I just want to place my order and get my food fresh and hot. You know who be killing me though? Popeyes. Listen. <laughs> Everybody that know Popeyes, it's a hit or miss. Okay. It's a hit or miss. Either the food will be good or it's gonna be nasty. Or it's gonna be trash. There's no in between. There's no in between with Popeyes. It, also, mm. the workers mm. that working at drive through, baby, dead. Ooh. Listen, I be going in there. Here go me. Um, let me get a three wing. We out of wings. I remember that time when that girl went ahead and gave me the full walkthrough of everything they were out of. And I was, she was like, okay, <laughs> before before you even say anything, sir, we're out of wings, we're out of fries, <laughs> we're out of rice, we're out of this, we're out of that. I'm like, thank you. I just drove off. Like. I went the other day. <laughs> I went the other day and I just ordered, um, I wanted three wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, and they was that's like, the order right They there, was y'all. like, we are out of wings. So I said, okay, well, just give me a breast and a leg. And it was like, well, we only got it in spicy. I said, that's fine. Pull up to the window. And they was like, you ordered three wings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my original order. But y'all said, y'all, oh, we we got it. We did. So wait, what happened? Like, what happened between me and me driving? They, they done get from, that, what, get from the intercom <laughs> to the window. What, what happened? And here it go. Oh, uh, you wanted mild. We didn't have mild. But you told me you didn't have mild in the breast and leg. You said you had spicy. So, uh, obviously, I'm saying spicy is okay. Which means three wings and spicy would be okay. Okay. Right. I Here you go. Can I get some honey? One pack of honey. Can I get a, Can I get some more honey? Through the doing honey just in the bag like mad at me because I asked for another honey. I remember when I asked one of the girls Listen. for some hot sauce. I might as well just call her mama ho. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> they literally be so mad in there, y'all. And I just be like, why the attitude? I don't get it. Like, what? what is it? What is it? Look, all I just want is just, you can get my money. I just want some fresh Hot chicken that's mm-hmm. not dropped in the grease too soon. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, because the chicken you is can soggy. Taste it. You can taste it. it. It's soggy. It, you can taste that. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Drop the chicken when you, when the, the grease is hot. Everybody know that. You're supposed to test it oh, with, with some flour. Just yes, test it. yes. You remember that time where <laughs> you was on the phone with me and I was ordering my I food. I was hollering, y'all. <laughs> I was hollering. So my staple order at Popeyes is three wings, spicy. Yep. yep. With fries and a strawberry Fanta. Yep. And so here go the lady. Oh, you wanted some some thighs and a leg? I like no mal, uh three wings. Oh, you want the sandwich? <laughs> it was everything but what he ordered. Now he's talking to me through the. Were you in the car, the truck? Yeah, I think it was in the truck. He was talking to me through the truck. Here go me. Can she not hear what you say? <laughs> <laughs> Do she not hear you? He, he, he go, oh, she heard you. He go, me, I don't care. Here it is. Can I get the strawberry Santa? Oh, you want a sweet tea? <laughs> it was just like everything that he said. It was just he said something different, y'all. Yeah. I kid you not. Like, I sat on the phone. This lady, and he's not joking, she literally hollered everything besides the three wings it was oh you want some chicken tenders you want some nuggets i'm like where is she getting this stuff from he literally said three wings i literally said three wings three wings and she was just like oh you want some chicken nuggets and the drink order yeah 
He said strawberry Fanta soda. Oh, you want a lemonade? You want a lemonade? <laughs> no, the strawberry Fanta. You said sweet tea? I said, oh, no, ain't no way. She got to be playing. Nah, she was serious. But just saying, like, if you work in fast food, and like I said, I've worked in fast food before. Y'all, just be courteous to, and, and the ones that be going up in there mad and angry at the workers, y'all get your attitude together. Yeah, come on now. And the workers, come on, man, just get your attitude together. Do that for us. So we do have this new relationship segment, guys. Ooh, yes we do. So we uh, want to first start off by saying we want to thank y'all for your submissions. We are receiving them and we got to plan them accordingly. So we are planning to get to each and every one of your submissions. Yes, y'all. Give us some time. Give, Give us, some us some time now. So this one is it's a doozy. It's definitely a, a long little letter, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. Go ahead. It says, hello, Mr. Distinguished and just Alex. Sorry, this is long. My husband took all of the money from his 401k and started a business a few years ago, which failed. He never has enough money to pay household bills and expected me to pick up the slack and got angry when I couldn't. I 100% did not want this business. He just went on his own and opened it and we separated a bit because of it. He would spend the night there and I suspected he was cheating but had no proof and he would call me crazy. His family told him I wasn't supportive and actually told him to leave me. This, after 25 years of marriage? I actually did help him reluctantly quite often because he couldn't afford to hire help. He was evicted from the business in December but not after putting us deep in debt. Fast forward. He has opened another business in a different location. This one is also failing. He didn't take my advice to save up before trying again. He can hardly pay the bills at home, much less pay his bills there. He is very angry and bitter. He expects me to give money and had the audacity to ask me to ask my mother for a loan. She has helped me with things before, which is embarrassing, but only for household items and I paid her back. I said, no way. I woke up and his wedding band was on the nightstand. He hasn't said anything, but just left it there. He's such a coward. I haven't mentioned it, but I did take it. And I actually feel like selling it and just calling it quits. Though it would hurt, I can't go through this again. He was real mean and I feel like he is putting himself before me and our kids. I have had to take loans to pay for my son's schooling and college tuition. And I pay for groceries and all the extracurricular activities, doctor visits, etc. I pay the car note, cable, Wi-Fi. I pay over $600 for insurance. He left a good paying full-time job to do so, to do this. So I, I said, why? Don't you go get some shifts since things are bad here. He was insulted. I'm so hurt. I'm trying to remain upbeat and tell myself to just let him go. And on the outside, I'm fine. I'm fine. But inside, I'm angry and sad. I'm over this because he has said he wanted a divorce more than once out of anger. And then when I say fine, he changes his tune. I just need a way to get out and over this whole relationship. He makes me feel like nothing, pretending to be some big business owner. And meanwhile, we are struggling. He is always asking for dollars from our from my teenage son and is paying them back little by little. He is on, also highly addicted to weed and smokes very often and has started drinking again he would often leave the business and go smoke weed while it was open forgive any typos please i'm typing this and saying girl leave i wish it was that easy Ooh, child i don't ooh. that was a lot first of all thank you miss anonymous submitter for your submission we thank appreciate you. it we do we do um and we talk about narcissists a lot ooh. on this this is podcast oh my and you definitely have to be careful or you got to figure out how to deal with one, right? Well, this is number one. And I'm going to say this. Any person, whether you're a male or a female, if the first thought that you do is only going to try to benefit yourself, you're not looking at what it's going to do for your family, you're already wrong. Right. 
you're married, you all have children, and responsibilities. Right, right. And so you you had to be realistic in your approach in all of this. I agree. So if he's not being realistic and, you know, it's affecting the family adversely, then that's a problem. You know what? Just looking at the the whole letter with the, the first thing you did was take all of the 401k right. money. Your retirement. That's the re- <laughs> For real. Listen, that is so crucial Mm -hmm. but also you you have a son who is in college and he's going to the son that's in college and bar but it if you okay anonymous submitter if you are paying for the son's college tuition and so I'm, i'm thinking the son don't have any extra money right so he's getting the money that you give him to the son see that's Mm-mm. That's also like, what are you doing? You double dipping? Like, what? What are we doing? Yeah, I I feel like if he is not, he to me, he's not showing the signs of being the head of your household. That's true. And for me, you're never gonna feel more than what you need to feel. Absolutely. Because you're you're constantly gonna be gaslighted about everything you say. Yes. And and when you was like, fine, let's just get a divorce, and he changed his tune or whatever, he was just doing that to bait you. He knew that, it's not new, he knows that you're not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because this is the thing, if you keep saying something that you're going to do and they don't see you doing it, Right, you have to. You have to show. You have to. You like, like we said with the Hannah and Casanova story. Woo. You have to play with a narcissist's ego. Absolutely. So you have to show them that you mean business. And, I agree. And I know somebody who, a woman who moved out of the yes. house or yes. whatever. Yes. And destroyed, he changed. <laughs> destroyed him. Yes. Destroy his tune change his whole tune. Like I'm telling you, the best way to beat a narcissist is to do a them on them. Right. You have to show this is what I'm going to do. And not just talk it. You gotta show it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's one thing a narcissist is gonna do. They're gonna talk it. That's it. They're gonna talk it. Yeah. So when he says he's gonna leave you, divorce you, and stuff like that, that's just talk. I'm gonna take off my ring, put it on the table. I know she's gonna. So what? So what she? What he's trying to do is get you to conform. Yes. To what he needs and wants you to do. Absolutely. And so every time you conform, you're feeding into that eagle. I agree. I agree. So you got to figure out how to feed that eagle a different way. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Be about you. Be about you and build yourself up, your self-esteem, mm. who you are, you know, because you do matter. Fall in love with you again. Fall in love with you again. Go out on dates with yourself. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like She did say something about she made things that he's cheating and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, because he was sleeping at the business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we have intuition. Yes. And if your intuition is telling you something, then that might be the reality. Why are you sleeping at the business and we got a whole house here? We got a whole house here. Is it necessary for you to sleep? Is it necessary? And the business failed and you decided to jump back out. This is the thing. Business failed. You jump back out there into another Failing business right. without a plan, without just mapping out, because you're supposed to have a business plan, right? And you telling her, "Well, go ask your mama for the money." Ooh, child, That's, it's, it's just—it's all sloppy and it tacky, is. And, and she has to go to her mom to help with just getting household stuff, like see, groceries no. and stuff. Miss Anonymous Emitter, it's time for you to put your foot down. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. Yeah, I forgot we was on this podcast. <laughs> It happens. It happens. It happens. We're coming up after the break, guys. I have to tell you about this time where this restaurant had me messed up. Looking for general traveling tips? I'll get you right after the break. 
culture, community, do you have a taste for some Latin American cuisine or want to try something new? Well, add Bodega 1205 to your bucket list where you can expect some freshly squeezed juices, some epic empanadas, and the most perfect pernil that's just like your Puerto Rican grandma's. Remember guys, Bodega is not just food, it's an experience. And I personally go there at least two times a week for the experience. 1912 Street, Columbus, Georgia, 31901. Family, culture, community, Bodega. Visit their website at bodega1205.com or give them a call at 706-221-3514. Your Valley Giveaway secret word is... Resilience. That's resilience. Again, that's resilience. Everyday Living in the Valley, where I'm your host, Mr. Distinguish. And I'm your host, Jess Alex. Relationships, current events, dream interpretation, we cover them and there is so much more. If you would like more relationship advice or if you have a dream that you would like us to interpret, go to truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. And click on contact us at Everyday Living in the Valley. Well, guys, it's time for me to tell you about another time where this restaurant had me messed up. I just know you lying to me. Ooh, child, they got me messed up. She really did try it. They got me messed up. She really said that? Ooh, child, I just tell you, these folks just really got me messed up. So just, Alice, I have another story where another restaurant had me messed up. Well, tell me about what happened. Well, this is one of my favorite stories, and I posted it on Facebook about a year ago. This happened. Ooh, tell us about it. So this was actually Ezel's restaurant. One of my favorites. It's one of my favorites, too. Listen. That fish be fishing. Define. Listen. This seasoned mm. For the gods. For the gods. Like crispy. Shout out to Ezels. Shout out to y'all. I, I had to tell you about this time y'all had me messed up this one time. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. It's not often that they have you messed no, up. No, no, no. Okay. It, yeah. it, it's not one of those order messed up nah. type of things. It's nah. it's something different. Let's so, go. Let's go. Tell us about it. So here go me. Place it to go order. Okay. With them. All you right. called in, right? I called in. Okay. So I went there and picked it up. And so here, here go me to the waitress. I placed it to go order. And the waitress was like, okay, what name is it under? And I was like, George. George Moore. And she was like, looking confused and stuff like that. Scrunching her face. Looks in her system and stuff. Here go me. Everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> but what's going on here? What's going on, ma'am? Yes. And she was like, well, sir... I don't, I don't see your name. Maybe they put you under a different name. So, by chance, did you, did you order such and such and such? And she started reading my order to me. Okay. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. That's it. That's my order. That's me. That's me right That's there. Me. And the waitress was like, yeah, they had you messed up. They put you under a different name. And I'm like, you know, me being curious, I was like, so. What name did they have me under? Go ahead and there she go. Oh, they had you under somebody named George Moore. <laughs> Listen. Hollering because what in the world? <laughs> Ma'am, that's my name. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am, that's me. Listen, y'all, when he told me, I literally hollered on that phone. I just knew she was lying, but she had a straight face and everything. I, she was, I, that's why that face was all scrunched up. And yeah. she just, I, you know what? She didn't hear you say George Moore. 
You you had to say Donny or something. No. You had to say Donny. Jeremiah. Uh, just something. Gotta be something. Cause not she George. Was so confused. She said you don't look like a George. You don't like a George. So we we not going. They don't have no black people named George no. No. More. <laughs> no, that's too professional. Too professional, sir. But yeah, so that was crazy. That was beyond crazy. I hollered, y'all. <laughs> When this happened, like, I hollered. It was funny to me. So, guys, that is how someone had me messed up this week. Okay. All right, y'all. So, you know, next is travel tips. So, my travel tip for episode seven is, let's go with the first one. Well, let's dress comfortably. Yes. This is so, so, so important, especially if you are flying somewhere, you know. Absolutely. Especially out of Atlanta. Absolutely. Atlanta going to make you take them shoes off. Be ready for TSA. Yes. When you get in that line. Because you need, I'm going to tell you, I felt like I was just violated (sighs) when I went through there. They were like, she got a lot of cushion at the top. So, you know, we need to, she was like, lift up your breast. I was like, I have to lift up my breast. And she was like, yes, you do. And I was like, well, I ain't hiding that. That's all meat, baby. That's all fat and gush and everything. <laughs> so I was like, that's all me. So, yeah, they had to. And then my fupa. I have a fupa, y'all. Got Damn. a stomach. So they was like, you know, you have to lift that up. It's like a lot of stuff I felt like I had to do that was unnecessary, but I had to do I it. wonder what they thought you had. Well, the guy had told me, like, when you have cuts, you know, I had, like, three C-sections. And they was like, when you have a cut, they they be one. I guess they, you know, you look at the movies where the people be transporting, and I guess they want to make sure I'm not. I was like, no, this ain't nothing but good. This ain't nothing but fat and good. So I'm not transporting anything but fat and good. That's it. That's it. Um, Also, I'm saying dress comfortably because if you are going to the Caribbean, um, I'm going to tell you, I like to travel in the wintertime a lot. Right, right. Because it's not, even though it's cool here in Georgia or snowing like upstate, like when we went on our Christmas cruise this past December, you know, we went to Cozumel and it was like 80 degrees there. So I'm just, I'm saying that you need to dress comfortable. Just look, make sure you look at the weather. Right. Wherever your destination is, guys, make sure you look at that. Check out what the weather looks like whenever you're going to, you know, whatever destination you're going to go, because you don't want to do me. Okay. Mm -mm. I did have on um, some boots. Mm. Um, This was about, I don't know, five years ago. I had on some boots and um, it was hot. Then you, then you like cuss low out. We're not doing this. I'm just saying because he warned you, right? So he, I had on sweaters and mm-hmm. long sleeves and. So what pants. happened? What happened when you got on that cruise? It was hot as I don't know what, y'all. Because <laughs> we was going out of Miami. One, we was in Miami, and two, it was just hot. We went to the Bahamas, but it was hot there. Okay, it, it it not good. So definitely make sure you know you dress. According to the yes. weather. Dress appropriate. Yes. And if you go into an airport, make sure to dress down. Yes. You I know, agree. you want to be comfortable when you go in through the security line. Absolutely. I like to wear slides because I know shoes. You know what? That is a good idea. But, yeah, shoes is the first thing that has to come off. Because Alex decided, uh, well, when I flew on the airplane for the first time, I was going to Missouri and it was cold there. Well, I didn't realize, you know, I had to remove my boots. Yes. And it was the Uggs, y'all. So oh. you got to pull them jokers off. Mm. You know, it was a, like a lot of hassle yes. that it was. So, you know, I was just trying to have my socks on and that's about it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, it was very uncomfortable. Well, guys, it's time to transition in, into our story of Casanova and Hannah. And for real, guys, we're going to try to make this the last edition. Unless something else new come up. So we can't really make you any promises. I'm trying to make sure that this is it. Guys. Yes. But before we get into it, we want to go ahead and throw that disclaimer out that the story that we're about to tell you is true. The names and maybe some of the details have been changed to protect the people that are involved. Absolutely. So I am going to go to what I received 
I'm gonna go back to maybe a week ago. Okay. Okay. So a week ago, I get an inbox saying trash. And the trash was a photo of a bathtub with some candles lit around it. It looks very romantic. Like I got you. Like hearts and flowers all in there. And I was like, ooh, fancy. But I got the trash and the first thought come to my head is, Hannah, what you what you doing? And she's like, I got him. I'm gonna. I was like, I need you to get off them folks' page. Stop stalking. Yeah, get off them people's page. And it's like, it's going to my lawyer. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing? So that was the moment that I realized she really had some mental things going on. Right. Like it was a little bit more deeper than what I truly realized. Not, I got you. not saying that I didn't see things, but I was just like, you know, because yeah, if you be with somebody for some years, you're gonna feel some type of way when y'all are splitting up and you moving on, and you know that's what you need to do. Well, let's go ahead. Let's fast forward to a couple of days later. What happened? There was a post, Ooh. and the post was like. The church I go to does not teach how to play musical chairs while you see you're married. And my mom sure would not go on vacay. We meet an a married man in front of her grandchildren and 100% would not document it. And you would never see Hannah with the borrowed dude posting on Facebook for two years straight. Wait, so she posted this on Facebook? She posted this on Facebook. Hannah posted this on Facebook, y'all. What? And I was like, so I'm looking at the photo. And the photo was Hannah. I, You know what? I just realized. The photo was Hannah with her two kids, her two girls. And then in Casanova, and then it was Casanova with the new chick, his one of his daughters, and I guess his mom. Wow. And I was like, so she had to copy that off of their page. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. Miss Hannah. No ma'am. Oh, it gets worse. What? What happened? It gets worse. So a couple of minutes after that. Another real, in all caps, family not counterfeit, family day ahead. You can't be real until papers are final by covenant and by law. This ain't sister wise, duh. The thing is, there is something about Hannah that is hard to let go of. The truth is the light. Why not tell the whole truth since you, my mother-in-law, her senior citizen friends who I help when they ain't have no car or money, your harem of the little workouts that you was doing, just all the little things that you want to do on the side, hanging out dirty, laundry on the line for Columbus and social media. Is she speaking like in code or I, this is what she said or cryptic? It's like I want to get this over with more than you do. Now let me report what they have for breakfast to my sleeping children before she. I guess they going out to do things today. I don't know. No, ma'am. Hannah, I my best advice for you is to go ahead and log off of Facebook. It gets worse. What? My ministry is about what really going on with hurting people. Someone has to stand up to bullies. I am not a pastor, but I am Hannah. Get your refuel for the week ahead. I need one. The human, and that's her daughter, got her up too early. Was that the post? That was. Because it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. But that's the pose. What was she talking about? That's the pose. Uh-uh. 
pedestal. Miss Hannah. Ma'am. Here it go. What? Social media may be the only way to reach some people on the verge of giving up, trying to cope with mental illness, physical and emotional abuse, etc. God knew only having face-to-face church was going out of style. And this time he called Hannah to expand the territory to the internet. There must be a consistent voice of God on Facebook and other social platforms. If people can put social media with garbage, I know good and well preachers can put social media with the gospel. What is she talking about? (laughs) The last post. There's another one? This is the last one. Miss Hannah, get off of Facebook, please. I'm a mama bear about my preteen daughter. So everybody can stay mad at me about speaking up about what people, especially church folks, pour into her or do in her presence. Bullseye. She put the bullseye, bullseye like she said something. Okay. We say it takes a village to raise a child, but afraid to tell the villagers who are messing up the village to get it together. We do it in real life and in the virtual life. But good news. Yesterday, a lady contacted me saying my post made her think about some of the things she has posted on social media that conflicts with being a youth leader. How awesome This is a win toward God for her and all the youth she influences. Nobody's perfect, but when, if you see you may be influenced away from God, tighten up. So that girl basically just called her stupid. And did. And she counted it as a win? And did. No, no, ma'am. This is not a win. She don't. Okay, so. We got to break this down, y'all. Now, I know we said we were done with Hannah and Casanova, but uh, Mr. Distinguished would tell you, I was boiling over. She was, guys. Like, her husband had to tell her to put her phone He down. did. Because <laughs> when I tell some, if someone comes to me with advice and I give you said advice, now I'm not saying I'm the perfect person, the poster person that you need to listen to. But this is what I'm saying. When I see you out here making yourself look like a fool, baby, I'm going to say something because I don't like that. Yeah. And the way that he is in just making your whole world about him. Y'all have not been together in two years. He's been with another woman for two years, Hannah. Hannah. Hannah, listen, baby, let it go. Let it go, Hannah. Let it go. So when I post, let it go. God told me to tell you, let it go. I was saying, let it go. I think she was talking to you, Hannah. I was talking to you. But another thing, Hannah, what you're doing is a distraction for yourself for what you really need to be doing in life. You really need to heal and grow. You need to heal and grow. You need to get off of social media. You got to let it go, that's, sweetie. That's not working out. It's, it's, not, not, it's not making you look good. It's is. You're you actually people are laughing at you, and so we don't we don't want people to laugh at you. I really don't. We don't want you to look stupid. So what I did was when I seen the post because of course I'm saying something to (laughs) Mister Distinguished because I'm livid. Yeah, she was mad, y'all. I'm livid. I'm just sitting down chilling. Here goes whoop whoop whoop. I'm just saying, this is what I told her. I was like, first, with the first one, with the post, with the the lights all around the tub. And, I mean, when she said trash, I said, definitely trash. I just need you to stop looking at what they are posting immediately. And she was like, no, my daughter's there. I can't stop. Excuse. You can stop. You can stop. It's, you, it's destroying you. You, it, well... I'm going to tell you this. He, I understand he didn't do that for you. I know that hurts. Yeah. That hurts to see someone move on from you so quickly. But this is what I want you to also understand, too. I understand that you said y'all rededicated y'all self to each other mm-hmm. some years ago and he's supposed to have change. But here's the real question. When are you going to hold yourself accountable? All right now. And I'm saying that because you, I mean, 
you are saying stuff about God and you're saying that you're inspiring others and you want you want to empower other women, the first one of the first moves with empowerment is really learning how to heal, but also holding yourself accountable because sometimes when we pray to God and we ask God to remove somebody or show me this and he show you, but you, because of your flesh, you want to stay with somebody, you know, this guy ain't right for you because he's cheated on you since day one. Before y'all even walked down the aisle, he cheated on you. He cheated on you all during the marriage. It's not going to change. You have to move on. You got to, if you really want to heal, you got to move on. But this is what I said to him when I seen all this. This is from the course of yesterday. I said, hey, Hannah, no, ma'am, do not give them what they want from you. Amen. That's it, it was so simple. And she was like, oh, no. Like, you really want to fight the lady? No, they want me to hit her. Hit, hit the lady? What? Hit, hit the mistress? Hit the, the side chick who he done made his main chick? What do you hit her for what? She has absolutely nothing to do with it. She is only going by what he is telling her. Right. And forget you forgot, Hannah, that you're dealing with a narcissist. Very much so. And I even said he is narcissistic. This is what he wants. She does not care at all. I know it's painful and hurtful, but no, you're giving them as well as the haters exactly what they want. The best way to beat a narcissist is to show you don't care. Right. Hannah, what we need you to do, honey, is just let it go. I know it's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. But it's, it's very hard. But it's not contributing to your healing process. Listen, you're mental. You say that you want to help people. And then also, if you want to reach people, make your post as clear as day. Right. that stuff that you be posting. It, it's cryptic. You can't really... It's like you got to find the in-between of what you're saying. Absolutely. And, yeah, just have a little bit more clarity to what you're posting, especially if you're trying to inspire the youth. And we all know that youth has a very short attention span. As do we. As do I. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say as do yeah, we. So as do. Now, I'm going to tell you, um, it's easier for me to chat with you it would be hard. You would not like me if we talked on the phone. Listen to her. <laughs> Listen, she's telling you the undivided truth right now. You would not like me if we talked on the phone because it's going to be painful and I'm going to be just 100% real with you. I have done this a number of times with a number of people. I'm just... I'm brutally honest. I don't know how to be in between. I but I need you to heal though. That's one of the most important things is making sure that you heal from this. You need to let him go because Casanova ain't nothing. And Hannah, the more you hang on to what's not for you, you're delaying what is actually for you. There could actually be a decent guy for you. Listen. But you gotta let this one go you gotta let him go baby you steve do. harvey said it best you know he had like an old car sitting in the driveway and his mama said if you want something new in your life you gotta let go of the old stuff Ooh, mm. you actually blocking you're blocking mm -hmm. you're delaying absolutely what your potential future can be and you're gaslighting yourself in a sense Ooh, self-awareness Self-awareness. Yes. yes. I'm saying, like, you have the self-awareness. You have the accountability. Right. All of that plays a major role into what your healing is going to need, like what you need to heal from this, because this is just too much. It's too much. Let it go. You are a professional. Most professional definitely. professional and you know better. Absolutely. Deep down inside, you may not say that on a surface level, but deep down inside, you know. You do. You do. Well, guys, that's all we have for you with this story. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. I just wanted to update y'all, though. Right. 
So that's it for this episode of Everyday Living in the Valley. If you would like some relationship advice or if you have a dream that you would like us to interpret, go to truevibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, the word vibes.net. Don't forget about the Valley giveaway, guys. The $100 Visa gift card. Ooh. Make sure you get the words and get to the website and enter. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on another exciting episode of Everyday Living in the Valley. Living in the Valley. This has been a True Vibes Entertainment production. For more information on what's going on in the Valley and more, visit our website at truevibes.net. That's true as in T-R-U, the word vibes, dot net.